0: You're listening to Rethinking UX Podcast and I'm your host Priya Saraswath. In a world where people are inundated with so many choices, what differentiates a successful product to obtain attention and to get adopted is how much its story is rooted in the why. Yes, as product people, We have to understand that the work we are doing is more than someone's idea or a company's goal. It's more than an app or a website and definitely more than a monetary value that you're attaching to it. Of course, all these things that I just said are part of the product development lifecycle and the whole process and are actually super important. But what's far more important is what value are you delivering? And when you think about that value, maybe it's not the product that you're building, rather a story. A story that will become part of someone's life and has the power to change it. This episode is dedicated to all those amazing storytellers who distill a vision or idea into a product story. It's for those who look at the big picture while ensuring that each step in the process is actually focusing on building or completing that big picture. I'm very fortunate to have one such amazing storyteller with me for this episode. I'm joined by Shalendra Naja, Vice President and Head of Digital Product Management at Max Life Insurance. With over a decade of experience in product industry, Shalendra is a leader in mobile and internet space, and he has been associated with some leading Indian organizations like Make My Trip and Nearby. He's also a poet with an engineering mind.
1: Hi. Thanks for that introduction. Just to add, I always believe that I am someone caught between the extremes of right and left brain. I love maths and literature at the same time. And probably that's the reason I think I do okay in a function such as product management, which requires both analytical as well as creative skills. I've worked in many companies, mostly in product management. Uh, I have a lovely wife and an even lovely 4-year-old daughter. is helping me hone my storytelling skills these days apart from work i write mostly poems and recently i've published a book
0: so let's dive deep into this topic of storytelling and product with shalindra and learn how to knit a story wrapped in understanding of why to deliver the ultimate value thank you so much shalindra for joining me for this episode super excited about our conversation on this whole concept of storytelling around product management And I would like to kick us off with this question of how is storytelling an effective tool for product managers or let's say anyone who is part of the product development process?
1: Okay, so before I come to answer that question, first talk about storytelling itself. See, storytelling is something which is very innate to us. We have been all brought up listening to stories since our childhood. And in fact, long before our childhood, long, long before, the writing and texts kind of evolved. Our ancestors have been passing on information by telling stories. I'm talking about 100,000 years ago. Written history is about, uh, say, a thousand years old and PowerPoint presentation, PPTs, which we are all fond of and we think that it kind of communicates is at best 50 years old. Now you know what our minds are more tuned to understand. Definitely not PowerPoints. Coming to product managers, I think our, our job is to think about the why. While the what and how can be left to engineering and design teams, we have to think about the why. And if you think about the why, the core purpose, the vision, you have to have a story. There's so many movies and web series examples where you would have seen that you know there are startups who are trying to pitch. Uh, their product or their idea with data and stats and, you know, it doesn't move the investors. And suddenly, you have a guy who has a story and it moves the investors. Stories actually stick to our memories. It opens up our minds. We may forget data and logic, but not stories. Most of the times, the job of a product manager is also to align people. And the best way to align is by purpose. And what better way to instill purpose than by creating a story?
0: Absolutely. And as you said, why is actually the key in every story. Of course, from a product manager point of view, answering the why will help to create that excitement and alignment with the teams. But it's equally important for a design and engineering team to have that why built in their processes. And since we are talking about how a story, if compelling and good enough, can stay in one's memory for a lifetime, help me understand what are some of the components of a good story?
1: See, a story normally has a hero, a villain, a conflict, a climax, and then the end. The beauty actually lies in delivery, not the components. And if you look deep into psychology and try and understand the human brain, You'll be amazed to know that storytelling actually activates seven different areas of a human brain, whereas facts and numbers activate just two. It also uses human brain beautifully to get the right kind of hormones discharged so that the individual is open and attentive while listening. Specifically three hormones, dopamine, oxytocin and endorphins. Why is it important for us to understand these hormones is once we understand what are their roles, we will be able to utilize them in our storytelling depending upon the situation. The first one is dopamine. Dopamine actually affects your memory, learning process and and retention of information. When you are interested in something, your dopamine level increases and you are more likely to remember it. Because it is a storytelling session, I won't leave you without actually telling a story. This story is meant to increase the dopamine levels in your bodies. So here it goes. She woke up in the middle of the night to her daughter screaming out loud, Mom! Quickly, she sprinted towards her daughter's room. The little girl was lying at the corner of the room, panting and holding her hands over her head, covering the face as if she was trying to hide from somebody. She ran towards the daughter, hugged her and yelled, What happened? What happened? It's okay. There is no one. What happened? The little girl cried out loud, Mom, mom, there is someone roaming around in our house. I saw somebody. Mom placed her hand over her chest, hugged her tightly and said, No, beta, there is no one. You just had a bad dream. Calm down. Stop crying. I am here No daughter looked over her and said mom it's there. look behind you the mother looked behind as she slowly turned to look behind she saw a shadow holding a knife in hand her eyes went wide she hugged her daughter all over and tried to scream out for help but no words came out of her mouth that shadow moved close to them and looking into their eyes, it said, Sometimes you should listen to your little kids. They speak truth. And he stabbed her right into her heart with a knife. She screamed out loud and she just woke up next to her husband. And her husband said, Hey, calm down, what happened? Maybe you had a bad dream. Relax. She looked around, up and down, hugged her husband and mumbled, Oh yeah, I think that was a bad dream. She got down the bed, moved towards her daughter's room. The little girl was still sleeping. She smiled, kissed her daughter on the forehead and returned to her bed. Her husband asked, Where did you go? She smilingly replied, I just went to to have a glance of our daughter looked at her surprised and whispered are you mad we don't have a daughter now you know this feeling which you are having this you are having because of the increased level of dopamine in your body so now you know in order to capture and get the undivided attention of your audience or of your user you need to capture him in a story and uh, so that you know his dopamine secretion is at the at the highest level and that he's listening to you intently that is that is dopamine Uh, we'll talk about it later uh, but we'll move on to the next hormone which is oxytocin this is actually an interesting hormone Um, it is synonymous with human connection it also affects social interactions and how, how close we feel to people around us. Uh, it also generates empathy which is very important for product managers. So I'll again narrate a very small story for you to feel what what this hormone does to you, right? So here it goes. I was getting late. I tied my shoelaces as she came sat next to me and looked into my eyes. She moved her delicate fingers across my medals on my uniform on my chest. She took my military cap and handed over to me. Unsure if I would ever see her again, I planted a kiss on her forehead and turned abruptly towards the door and stormed out. Tears flowing uncontrollably from my eyes. No bullet had hit me so hard, as much as my daughter's tears. So how did you feel? You felt more connected, more empathetic towards what I was going through? You felt probably more humane I believe oxytocin is one of the most beautiful hormones which makes us more, more more, and more humane and we connect to each other. So how do you use that in storytelling? You create empathy for your central character. It can be a product, it can be a situation, it can be your end users, it can be a stakeholder. And you try and induce you know, the levels of, or increase, rather increase the levels of oxytocin in, in your audience or your users. The last hormone is endorphin. Endorphin, I won't tell you a story around that. <laughs> but endorphin is largely, uh, you know, a happy, peaceful, triggers a happy, peaceful feeling in your brain. Uh, it kind of wards off any anxiety and sadness in your mind. And, uh, Largely your sense of humor and making the content light is very important so that you know, the narration becomes very easy, the listeners are engaged. Uh, and you know they are they don't have any any pressure in their minds. Now, when I was narrating all these stories to you, did you feel more attentive? you were you were willing to listen more intently? you were also kind of creating scenarios in your in your mind without me actually painting a picture. This is what storytelling does. Now, having understood the tricks of how to engage with the users, we can now plan our content and, and more importantly, the delivery so that it triggers the right kind of hormones, it touches the users, it makes them more empathetic and... More connected to you.
0: Wow, I suddenly got the rush of dopamine, oxytocin, and endorphin. Seriously. So, thank you so much for demonstrating the power of a good story and also the ease with which a storyteller carries it. You know what? In design, sometimes we use this factor of delight, and it's basically related to inducing these feel good hormones, oxytocin and endorphin. So, if you are introducing delight, in your designs you're basically inducing these hormones among the people who are using your product so the relation was quite astounding moving on one thing i'm curious about is when we think about product management processes they usually are derived by data and sometimes there may be an assumption that storytelling is more creative process but it might lack analytics So it's the classic code of, is it more right-brained than left-brained? So what do you think?
1: That's not true. It may seem that storytelling is entirely right-brained and lacks data or left brain thinking, but that's not true. In fact, both go hand in hand. No one likes or at least comprehends Excel sheets and tables full of data without the binding story behind it. Why do you think we use Graphs. Graphs represent stories, what a table will never be able to. Because you can see ups and downs, variations in a graph, not in a table. Why do you think an infographic sticks to our minds much more than numbers? Because they tell us a story. Data itself is nothing unless they are sorted and presented and visualized like a story. I'll give you an example, you know a slide, simple slide which will show you that sales numbers are 5% down year over year but instead if there is a leader who stands up and without representing a 5% down year over year says something like this, my dear friends the world is going through unprecedented times, Countries' GDP has declined 30%, people are losing jobs, We are all working from homes under tremendous constraints of managing home and office together. I understand all that. But guess what? Despite all that, we have managed to achieve 95% of previous year's numbers. Same thing presented very differently. 5% down year over year was a plain number. Whereas this story actually suggests that, you know we have improved a lot we have achieved 95 percent of previous years number you know the same same data presented in a story can give a very very different meaning to the situation so heavy data analytics everything can be simplified and presented neatly when told like a story
0: I 100% agree and yet like the one that we just discussed about left-brained or right brain, there are several other misconceptions around storytelling too. For example, only a specific type of roles in the industry should focus on practicing this art of storytelling. What do you think are the common misconceptions?
1: There, there are a lot. There are a lot of misconceptions actually. Uh, so there are people who think that their role is too technical to be good at storytelling or to be using storytelling as a tool. You know, there are a lot of these uh, engineers or or technology roles, architects, they believe that, you know, it's too technical and they will not be able to use storytelling as a tool. But the truth is, in fact, if it's technical or complex, you actually need storytelling all the more. Right? Uh, People don't understand that. Then there is a misconception that there are people who are just born with it or you know there are people who will say I I I don't have good stories I can't say but the truth is it is actually a skill you're not born with it and this can be learned you have to practice and uh, and we are all storytellers everybody tells stories we just have to practice that understand how as i said you know the human brain works observe people take inspirations from the leaders who you who you think are good good storytellers and try to improve on your storytelling that is that is the only way i have seen then there is there, is, there are misconceptions around uh, that you know there are people around the audience that you know there are people who won't understand stories you know for example the engineers just want to get to the point but believe me if someone's asking you to get to the point that doesn't mean that, the, you know, he doesn't want to listen to the story. That probably means that either what you're saying is too complex or too boring for him to not understand anything and he's trying you to move to the point. So It's actually not the fault of the story or the concept of story, but rather you're making it too complex or boring.
0: That makes total sense. And as you said, it's a skill that is attainable and people should practice it. So what do you think, How long it takes to practice or master this skill? Do we know when we mastered this art and now we are good st- storytellers?
1: I don't think anyone can claim that, because everyone is learning. I am learning, Everybody else is learning. And the best way to learn is by doing. What I've observed is whenever I'm entering into a discussion where I have to do some visioning or storytelling, I normally practice it before. And there are three things to be kept in mind first is the audience what is the background of the audience what is the state of mind these people will be when I am starting my pitch uh, what do they want to listen the people who, who want to listen to a certain story and and then you accordingly you know, change your story uh, and your pitch according to the hormones you want to generate in their minds is it oxytocin, endorphin dopamine, whatever I am also very particular about setting the opening perfectly because you know if you have grasped them uh, up front then half the battle is won if the context is set properly. So you you set the opening you think about the opening beforehand not just, just go in go in there and then start thinking. You practice your, your opening very well. And, and you know third thing is just keep tweaking the nature of delivery basis the audience reaction. You can't just uh, preempt and you know have a have a thinking in mind beforehand you know I'm going to talk about it like this you change your content you know the delivery basis the audience reaction if people are not getting the joke there is no point trying to attack uh, you know trying to crack that joke uh, and if there are people who are not just empathetic they're just not budging there's no point getting, getting emotional or getting trying to get the sympathy out of these people so you just change your change your stance and the stry- style of storytelling. Just keep these things in mind and I'm sure uh, you, know, you will master it.
0: This is amazing and the way you explained it, it's not something that you will attain it but you have to keep practicing it and we have opportunities in our work life where we have to share an idea, present an idea, present a solution. That's the time when we are practicing this art of storytelling, making it more appealing so that people are listening and not just sitting there and similarly in our personal life we are sharing story we can practice this art on how good we are doing and are people engaging with our stories and uh, this actually brings us to the end of this episode but my final question is something that I wanted to ask in the beginning but kept the best for the last so your book first of all congratulations on your book Uh, it's a huge win so share something with us on that
1: Yes, thank you. Uh, It's called A Packet of Lays and it's available on Amazon Kindle. Uh, It's a cute, innocent love story based on a true incident which happened with me. So please go ahead, uh, go to Amazon and do read the book.
0: Absolutely. I will encourage everyone who is listening to this podcast to check out Challenge's book, A Packet of Lays on Amazon. For me, I already added it to my reading list. I'm pretty sure it will be amazing and I'm excited to read it. Thank you so much, Nalindra, for joining us for another episode of Rethinking UX and sharing your point of views on storytelling. I'm pretty sure the people in the community will find the information shared on this episode useful. This podcast is an initiative of Rethinking UX community, a community which is invite only. So visit us at RethinkingUX.com and follow the link to join the amazing group of people from all walks of product lives. That's it for now. I'll catch you in our next episode. Till then, take care.